Welcome. Hey everyone, I'm Michelle. And I'm Tom. And we are Apocalypse in Review. We're a comedic podcast that rates and reviews movies in the apocalypse genre. We run a synopsis, play some games, and also have commentary from us watching the movie. <gasps> dun dun dun. Ah, uh, he did. If you enjoy movies and lighthearted podcasts, come check us out on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks for listening. Hello, and welcome to the Distump Podcast. I'm your host, Miles Trout. All October long, my guests and I will be talking about the Masters of Horror Collection, Season 1. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be spooked. Well, most of these movies aren't very good, so I don't think you'll get too, too spooked. But I hope you like the podcast. So, welcome back, Tammy. How are you? Hello. Welcome back. Um, So, as the audience probably should know by now, if you don't, you're going to know now, we've been covering the Masters of Horror series this month, all month long, and it's been an exciting adventure. I'm about at the halfway point of my recordings, but this is going to be one of the early ones we release. So, Tammy, what did we watch for today? We watched uh, a film called Chocolate. Chocolate. (laughs) Mick Harris's chocolate. And uh we did a little I did a little digging on Mick Harris. He's the guy who created the whole series. So uh So this you, was his his contribution to his own little project. Yes, That's cool. I guess. But at the same time, you would hold it to a higher standard if the guy who created it did it, you'd think. But Right. And I mean I haven't seen the other movies, so maybe there were like you know, as far as like how it was filmed and maybe had like a little bit of bigger budget. I don't know. There's one really, really good one. I don't know about the rest, but uh, John Carpenter did that one. So, gotcha. yeah. So that one is called Cigarette Burns. That one's the shit. Do you yeah, remember watching that? I do that? remember watching yeah, that. That one's the only yeah. one of these I probably ever made you watch. Um, So, <laughs> so Chocolate by Mick Harris. What did you think of the movie overall, Timmy? I mean, overall, I think it was kind of a silly movie, but it's, and you know, I think part of it is because we watched it in 2020. So I'm not saying it aged like milk, but it, it aged like, I don't know, like a candy bar. Like yeah, it's all brownish, like light brown gray on I don't top know. of it. I don't know what it aged like. It aged like something that is, is def- noticeably aged. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, that was kind of stinky. <laughs> it wasn't a very good one. Um, I I concur. There they have uh, they have some funny people or like famous actors in it, which is crazy. I mean, every movie has like one, but he had some pretty solid ones in here. So uh, the movie starts off with him saying, "Have you ever been in love?" Mm-hmm. And the the cop guy is like, "I've been married for so long." And he's like, "That's not what I'm talking about. I've, yeah. I've loved more than you've loved." Mm-hmm. And uh, then staring he's, into the camera the entire time, yeah, like prolonged eye contact. The very first thing Tim said about him 
was I don't like his face. <laughs> I was like, I just don't like looking at it. And then there was just so many close up shots of his just his confused face and that's the, half the, the movie. movie. Half the movie right. at least is just him like it's an actor's movie for sure because if there was a really terrible actor doing it, it wouldn't work and uh it didn't work. Right. So <laughs> I'm not saying the guy did a terrible no, job. No, he could have been worse. Yeah, I mean he you know, um it was it's kind of like a bare minimum movie, man. Like you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. When you kind of like think of it in the context of a horror movie, it was just like none of the parts really, you know, got that kind of like energy when you like the exciting part of watching a horror movie is like the first scene where some crazy shit happens. You know what I mean? Especially when they kind of set up a normal type of, you know, setting, you know, a family moving into a house or something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it kind of starts to build up to something intense. And the intense scenes of this movie were just the. funny they, they were, were funny, funny. Yes. The, the one was very funny <laughs> yeah and uh yeah so uh he, i'm just now noticing a recurring motif so the place he worked is called cougar culinary labs in mm-hmm. chicago lots of c's lots of c's but he uh he makes fake flavors is right his job. artificial flavors for food yes and cougars come up quite a bit in mm-hmm. this movie so i just noticed that that was also the name of his place mm-hmm. hmm. so uh he's having a hard time synthesize synthesizing synthesizing artificial melon flavor uh-huh. and uh, i thought that was going to be a big plot you point. wrote that down i wrote that down <laughs> and it is not a big plot point if this was like a drinking game whenever there was an unnecessary detail added like right. it would be a good game to play with this movie we were almost finished the movie and i was like i'm pretty sure the part at the beginning where he said what his job was isn't going to come into play like i've been <laughs> waiting for it to come into play we were like winding down in the movie and i was like i don't think it's going to come to a head <laughs> yeah, he's never going to figure out the melon right <laughs> um and then uh then they were eaten in a lab. What happens after that, Tim? They just decided to eat. I want to talk about when they were eaten in the lab. I like the other guy okay. that worked in the lab with him. He was just this older guy that was just like kind of a comic relief character, but like just super low stakes when he was on screen. You yes. Know, pretty much like. <laughs> no stakes. Just, yeah. He was just like, just the, I guess the guy making smart Alec remarks. Yeah. Or I don't know. And he's in a band. Right. Yeah. There was a scene where you saw his show, I guess. That was interesting i mean that was the scene where the the character first uh experiences what he experiences in the film and uh actually wait back up one second he tasted chocolate first he was just laying in bed and he goes hmm, chocolate oh that's right yeah. yeah but then then what happens at the rock show he is watching the rock show and then he all of a sudden can't hear anything and he just hears i guess it's playing like classical music instead generic classical music mm-hmm. yeah so and then this smoke show comes up to him and starts talking to him and he's just like I can't hear <laughs> you. Can, you can read his lips saying he can't hear anything and she's you know obviously deterred by his behavior. No one is concerned for his safety at any point. Any in this point movie. in the movie? No. No. There's no. lots of symptoms that are like uh, tumor, brain aneurysm, something like that. Where he's always just spazzing out. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure he has all the signs of a stroke. Like every single one throughout this movie, and everyone's just like, "You're such an emergency an for sure." You know what I mean? Like a, a medical emergency for sure. <laughs> and they're, they're just, "You're such an asshole." This isn't funny, and he's like spazzing on the bed like he's about to die. And it's, Ew. Anyway, so yeah, we should explain what what's happening to him in this movie. I think it becomes evident in the next scene. So he 
can't hear at the rock show and he feels down on himself. Then he goes to a very well stocked, very busy grocery store and he meets this chick who melons <laughs> and uh then eventually they get it on and while they're getting it on, he sees a different perspective. Yeah. He realizes that he you know what's ex- happening is like he's seeing and hearing what a, another person is seeing and hearing and it turns out that it's a woman that is having sex with a man that is what he's <laughs> experiencing when he's having sex with a woman which if you're listening to this and you're going wait yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the part <laughs> that's the part of the movie where you're like okay and like that's actually a per- a really interesting concept and obviously if you're trying to do like a really like provocative horror movie like that's a super like if Christopher Nolan was doing some like crazy drugs and decided he wanted to do like a nice wide shut kind of film like that's the kind of that that's yeah. the kind of concept that would work but here's the thing watching it was like it was hilarious because yeah. <laughs> this guy even though he didn't butcher the film with his acting, this was definitely like I would leave this out of a, an acting reel. Yeah, because I'm, he's you know like spazzing in the in the bed, experiencing that, and the and the woman's just kind of st- <laughs> she's just kind of like this isn't funny. Like stop it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it was weird. I mean, and the thing is, like that's one of the intense parts of the movie that just doesn't like. Well, it doesn't really feel like a horror movie. It's more of like a what like. Oh what? my god, I figured out who he is. You're not going to believe this shit. He's a super famous actor. Who is he? He's Elliot from E.T. Oh my god. Yeah, look. Yeah, no, I, I recognize him. Yeah, it is Elliot it's from Elliot E.T. It's Elliot from E.T. So, yeah. I mean, he wasn't really the problem with the movie, but at the same time, he kind of was. When when it was important for him to like be really compelling, it like fell, for yeah. sure. And like that's, I'm not an actor, but like it just... It wasn't enjoyable watching him on screen, the close-up <laughs> shots of his face specifically. And that was half yeah, of the... I'm not... A lot like, of movie. This isn't hyperbole. Half of the movie if, Yeah, is, if there were no face. shots of his face whatsoever, like if somebody edited them out, it would be a, a seven-minute long film. Yeah. <laughs> so it was all based on his acting prowess. Like, the script wasn't the worst script it yeah. was the execution of said script that was tough you know my favorite part is was that he, well he tracks down the woman he ends up like tracking down the woman and he like she lives in like the same town yeah as he does and like he meets up with her and she's like why are you following me and he's like just just wait let me explain and she's like okay explain and he tells her, like, he gives her the worst explanation <laughs> for what's happening. He says, sometimes I'm inside yeah, you. Sometimes I'm inside you. And she's like, okay, I'm done. Understandably. Like, yeah. that's, like, I'm talking gonna... to a crazy person. What the fuck am I doing right now? But then she continued to listen to reason right. for yeah. some reason. Yeah. She's like, I'm leaving. And he just starts following her. And then it cuts to them walking, like, side by side. Side by side, side and hanging talking. out. Yeah. yeah. It's like, wait. <laughs> They uh oh we we missed the like key plot point at one point when she's getting banged in his other state she kills her boyfriend like guts yeah. him completely with a yeah kitchen he sees knife. her kill somebody and like knows and so like that's why that part was so funny to me like I was <laughs> laughing my ass off in the scene because he met up with the woman who he's like in love with because he's experiencing this he. F- finally gets in front of her and then she agrees to like hang out with him yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't like play it cool at that point like 
he could have and he could have opened up with like, "Hey, I saw you kill that guy." Yeah. <laughs> so like like hear me out or I'm going to tell people that you killed that guy. He doesn't do any of that. He says, "Sometimes <laughs> I'm inside you." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Why?" And and like he's like, "No, wait." When she's walking away, I'm like, "Dude, you like fucked this up like 3 times <laughs> since you tried." Up. She was the nicest model ever right. cuz she just like kept stopping and like looking him in the eyes and overacting with her facial response. So what are you saying? Like yes. it's like what? <laughs> Say I believe you right now. Like shut up. Mind you, this is all like after she's like you're following me. Like there's a part where yeah. he was like in her apartment and she was like driving away, like she saw that he was watching her and she like sped away. Like yeah. <laughs> all this shit happened before they like spoke to one another. It was amazing. It was and, and she still is like, All right, let's hang out. And then she's getting followed by the cops and the big reveal is he's like, Oh hey, by the way, I also saw you kill your boyfriend and she's just like, What? <laughs> right. And like all of this like all of this just like doesn't feel like a horror movie at all. No. Like this is it's it's like almost more like of a like a fantasy movie like a like a uh, being John Malkovich kind of or thing or like a Beautiful Mind or something or yeah like I think I know what you're saying uh, yeah just more of like it's just more bizarre than anything um it was but like it wasn't and like a horror movie doesn't have to be scary it can be intense or it can be suspenseful but it wasn't a- any any no. of that it wasn't even like jarring to the point like it wasn't just disturbing as much as it was just kind of silly yeah i mean so okay we'll wrap up the movie and then we'll talk about a couple of my favorite scenes so he uh she's like okay come to my apartment then stalker man because you saw me kill someone and he's like okay great idea i'm gonna go to your house lady who i know kills people and he goes to her house and she tries to kill him and then he has one of his moments where he's inside her and he kills her from her perspective right he's and he staring at himself <laughs> pointing the gun at her so like it's a shot of his confused face and then a shot of his confused face looking at himself with the gun yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i was just like i'm so mad right now at this movie yeah and um, the, that had the best part of the movie in it though was that scene don't get me wrong that was definitely the most interesting part of the movie that they kind of brought that together like they were in a but dude, can we talk about the fight though? I was about to say yeah. the fight was the best part. Leading of the movie. up to that moment was the dumbest, <laughs> silliest shit I've seen in a while. So she puts a gun to his neck, and then he wrestles it away from her, from her, and he gets shot in the ankle. Right. Like and, so, the apartment that they're in, <laughs> the apartment that they're in, he does get shot in the ankle. But they're in this apartment that's like you you described it perfectly. You hit the nail on the head. I was like, this is like a super like stereotypical like. Uh, and you said it was like an art or an artist's artist loft. loft. Yeah, yeah, like brick wall, uh, just a big open like apartment with hardwood floors, brick wall, and paintings all over the place, and fucking, you know, a bunch of plants yeah. and a bunch of like really long tribal masks on the walls and shit, a bunch of weird shit all over the place. Cougars. So, and look, paintings of this cougars. Is, this is an important detail because he gets shot in the leg, and I'll let you I'll let you <laughs> say what happens next. He gets shot in the leg, and they wrestle for the gun, and he ends up with a spear in his hand. He just pulls a spear. Out. Like, he's not even <laughs> like, it's not even like on a wall. It's like in the middle of the room. It's in just, like a vase. And yeah, and he just like pulls it out, and like now it's a, a girl with a gun and a guy with a spear and you're like 
wait. Like, what's going on here? Somehow the spear breaks and he punches her in the face. And after he punches her in the face, he throws the tip of the spear. Right, the broken spear at her and it goes it, through her hand. But before he before that happens, he goes, Catherine, no. <laughs> and then it's just a shot of him throwing the spear and it going through her hand. And he's like, what? He's like trying to defuse it. And then he like, sta- like it went through her hand. Yeah, and, and she had to pull it out. Had plenty of time to pull it out. No tears. She should not have done. Yeah, she pulled it out like really fast. Like, yeah. and like, it should not have because it was like really thick. It was like her entire ass hand. You yeah, know what I mean? like, it was definitely a mannequin that they had a, like so, on a stick. Yeah. But at this t- at this point, we're dying. Like yeah. we're we're like this is just a super silly physical altercation in a in a low budgety movie yes bad and, choreography and decisions and then it ends with him getting arrested in the apartment and that was where the interrogation was right. the whole time and so i wonder like and again like when he explained like the first thing we see in the movie again is he explains he says to the cop like you ever love somebody before like he opens with the wrong shit yeah. again <laughs> like hey this woman fucking killed a guy i can prove it she tried to kill me and i acted in self-defense like he could have walked away that night probably <laughs> if he had just thought about it for a second. but no he comes out with he opens have you ever with, been in love have you ever been in love i like chocolate do you like chocolate like, so so the chocolate the biggest role the chocolate played in the movie is a he tasted that first but then b when he finally gets up the nerve to go and meet the girl he goes to her apartment and he knocks on the door and she, he, he's totally creepy and she's super, super nice to him. She's nice as can be. And then he pulls out this box of chocolates. He says, these are for you. And she gets really mad and slams the door. As hard as she as can. As hard as she could. And it was like she was so nice before that. And she was just, fuck, chocolate. Bam. Like, right. don't, I'll kill you. You bring that in my house. <laughs> and like at this point, you're like, I will say like the film held my attention as far as the idea not necessarily wanting to see what happens, but just like, where the hell is this going? Like, what's gonna, like, how are they gonna, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how are they gonna, um, basically come to a conclusion with what they've put, the events they've put in motion? You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, what? Like, the movie kind of goes back and forth between him talking at the cop in the beginning and like explaining what's going on. And it's almost like you can tell the device is designed to be like, we're really eager to see why he's talking into the camera with like some blood on his shirt, but like, you're not, you don't really, (laughs) it's not really like, you're not really feeling that. It's the, the stakes of the whole movie are immediately lowered because you know, he's in police custody at the beginning. So, you know, he's not going to die. Correct. And that kind of like it, your protagonist is invincible at that point. Yeah. So there's no suspense. Right. Unless there's like a crazy twist where that's only like an event in the middle of the film and then some crazy shit, you know, but like that's not. That he ruined any suspense that there was by doing that. He had scenes where he's like walking around in the dark and there's like a face popping up that's lighting a lighter going, are you asleep yet? Right. And like. (laughs) Yeah, that (laughs) was. was, Yeah, that was another. I was like, what? What? (laughs) (laughs) So like we have all the elements of suspenses. Yeah. We got jump scares. We got unpredictable shit. But we also have like. And, you know, we can we can speak a little bit about what was good about the film. Like. Not the worst camera shots. Like, yeah, that's they, true. They did a lot of things that, like, you see a lot in horror movies, like, 
a car nearly missing a crash or like the like I liked, you know, some good editing with like the show he was at. Um, bad music. Bad music, but like some of the shots were like they were not too too cut, you know what I mean? Like yeah. some sometimes like especially during like a physical scene, it's just like constant cutting just because it it obscures yeah. your, you know what I mean? It didn't do that too much. Um Every beat of the fight was important. Sure. So that was helpful. Yeah. And I mean, we, we had pretty low expectations going into this. It's not like the bar was really that high. I mean, we know yeah, the quality of these movies. But I kind of draw the line at, um, you know, when a guy is acting like he's experiencing an orgasm penetration from the other <laughs> perspective for the first time while there's a woman that he that just met at a grocery store yeah. at a grocery store oh we didn't explain what happens in during that, that yeah i was gonna scene. say and okay. then in that scene her his uh his ex-wife and his son that he does not have custody of bursts into his apartment there's candles around. There's chocolate. They didn't blow out the candles, so they were burnt down. So that was a thing. There's a lot of signs that there was some nookie going on. I have a question. Yeah. If you are in a relate, if you're divorced, and like, no, she can't just come into my house. Well, like why that. would she though? Like, no. why would she come into the house with the child and make it all the way to my bedroom? Like, wouldn't that like? And he sounds like he's having an orgasm. Right, and so, like, yeah, like, there's no scuffling, like, the bed's probably moving, like... And the, the woman is like, this isn't funny, stop it. Right, and so she was out of there when... So at, there's three people in the room... <laughs> watching him have man, a seizure. And he, he... And when he's experiencing this, he doesn't know that they're there at all. He can't see it, he doesn't hear it, he's he's wherever the hell the, the woman is... Getting fucked. Getting fucked, and... There, he's convulsing in the bed and basically having a seizure, which I, I, you know, how do you act that scene? I don't really know. Like, because it's, it's like shocking for him. You know what I mean? He doesn't know what's happening and it probably doesn't feel bad, but he doesn't know what, what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's this whole thing he has to kind of do, but what basically what he's doing is shaking in a bed, just going eh, eh. like it was weird. There's two women and a child watching and then the one woman is like, I'm out of here. She left last. The The mom and the son were like, I can't believe you. Right. They just they're shouting left. at it. They're, they're shouting at him. Like, I can't like, this is like something he does all the time or some shit. Like, <laughs> and the son was like beating up his mister, like the girl he brought home. She's like, yeah. Leave my dad alone. Like, yeah. he's like seven. What is going on? And then she's like when he comes to she's like i can't believe you and she just leaves and that's the last we see of her it was right. like her whole purpose was to be boobies in they this met movie. in a grocery store like she was eating an apple seductively in the middle of a produce section at a grocery store it was like this isn't even a fucking situation no. like this... and there's so many people in right that grocery even store. before covid you don't stop and eat an apple and and like flirtatious like she was she's very attractive and she's like seductively eating the apple and you're like why is this happening <laughs> and he's not he like he looks like the kid from et grew up put on a tan coat and walked into a grocery store he's not like super good looking and she's like oh mm. and i'm like it's like what 2 p.m yeah. at the scene <laughs> and i mean she was she was a good looking female for anything else like 
her and the crazy evil chick at the end, their movies are both pretty nice. A little but... detail I really liked was a cut to after the grocery store scene where they met. It cut to them eating. Do you remember that? They had lit like all these candles. All these candles. <laughs> it's like the first time you're hanging out with somebody and you're going to light like 19 candles. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like. Eating chocolate, feeding each other chocolate the day they met. And you remember the table? It was like they had ordered a pizza, but they also had like a whole chocolate cake that there were like four slices cut from it already. Yeah, because her thing was like she has some blood disease where she has to eat double desserts for everything. He's like, I'll be your dessert. And then they were going on a date at his house. And like after he was like... Like, he was like, I feel weird, like, before all the weird stuff started happening to him. But he was like, I think I just ate too much. I just pigged out. That's yeah. what he said. Yeah. I shouldn't have pigged out. God, this this movie is crazy. Awkward. A lot of a lot of just awkward, like, the, the, the scenes that were supposed to be tense were just, like, awkward. And you couldn't help but laugh at them. You know what I mean? Unintentional comedy. I mean, I don't recommend a lot of movies. But I actually think for enjoyment purposes, if, like... You think I'm going to watch this movie again? No, I think if you're... No, I'm saying if you're in a relationship and you're looking for a movie that would probably be fun to watch with, like, a significant other because it's just so weird. It's so awkward. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's a scene where he's... It seems like he gets control of it by eating chocolate in the middle of the movie. So he just starts... He lights candles for himself and he sits and eats chocolate and he becomes her. And there's a scene... I watched all these movies with my dad when I was a kid. <laughs> so there's this, well, most of them. There was a scene where she strips down naked, looks at herself in the mirror, like, ooh, I'm mm-hmm. so hot. Mm-hmm. And then she gets the shower head and she masturbates. Right. And I remember my dad being like, well, son, <laughs> this, is, this is like a time this is to what, teach. This is what happens when women take showers This the, when they want to masturbate. <laughs> They use the shower head to masturbate. And I'm like, Dad. He goes, now she's going to feel some ecstasy. And that was when he started spazzing out again. And I'm like, oh, Father. I was like 14. So, like, in truth, I probably didn't know. Right. (laughs) But he, like, he made it a teachable moment when it was just like, can we just be quiet and not talk right now? (sighs) What a terrible movie to have, like, a (laughs) father-son moment. That's so funny. Yeah. Well, son, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes when a woman and a woman want to get down with herself. So I, I like to imagine the guy that wrote this movie, like the screenplay of it and stuff. And like when he realized that like he could have the scene where he's supposed to have sex with a woman and he's experiencing the opposite. Yeah. He was probably like, oh, my God. You know what? I'm willing to bet that was the idea that, that made like, the he whole built thing. around that idea at the like the whole thing, and yeah, like one of the last wrong. decisions that they made was like, okay, who's gonna be in this fucking film? Kid from ET, like, <laughs> like <laughs> the guy who like made the whole series. He wrote and directed this movie too, so mm-hmm. he knew like his idea wasn't bad like the script idea if that's like that really is kind of the base of it is, yeah no as far as like, i mean a movie it had a start middle and end i mean there's a twist there's a twist um you know he established the people like why you know the mom and kid were involved you know it had it had mm-hmm. the tropes you know what i mean it wasn't like uh it wasn't overly messy it was just like a good idea with a weird execution. I'm not going to say bad. I'm just going to say weird. I don't know. I'm leaning towards bad 
Because I feel yeah. like if like Leonardo DiCaprio was the main dude in this movie, it would have been an amazing movie. But I feel like and now the, that the I'm thinking about it a little son, bit, like yeah. I feel like they didn't try to make it that intense because no. there are, there are easy things to do if you really wanted the the viewer to like kind of sweat with the guy. It didn't have that kind of like vibe the whole time. You know what I mean? You know what would have probably made this movie better is if it was from the first person. That would have made it artistically so superior if it was right all switching. From, yeah. Like his first person, he looks at himself in the mirror and he's normal, and then later he looks in the mirror and he's the right. girl and shit. That would have actually made this movie good if it was first person. Right, I would have overlooked a lot of the silliness just because of that. But that's it, yeah. yeah. But then how do you do the spear throwing scene at the end? That's pretty <laughs> tough. You probably wouldn't have, and that's not a bad thing. It would have looked like a first-person video game that doesn't have guns, like some Far Cry Primal shit. I guarantee you they they arrived at the decision to have, like, the the apartment look the way it does based on the facts. Like, we're going to have to have a reason to have a big bladed weapon here. (laughs) (laughs) So they made it part of it jungle-themed, and that was her bedroom. And there was... Okay, tell me about the cougars. What do you think the cougars mean? Because there's cougars all over this movie. He, like... He's like, wow, that was an amazing drawing. I'll draw it, like, while he's in the zone, and he draws a cartoon cat and shit. It's very silly. That was probably one of the funniest parts of the film, (laughs) is he... He vivid, you know, like he's like vicariously doing stuff through this woman, but he's sitting at a table in his house, just sitting at a table with a white tablecloth, and she's like painting this really detailed cougar, and it cuts to <laughs> the tablecloth he was sitting at. He drew like a really shitty <laughs> cartoon cat, cat with one color. It was like pink for some reason. Like she painted something and he like drew it in like five seconds. But it was like, why was that in the movie? Like <laughs> that didn't need to happen. So uh, I'm doing pluses and minuses, Tim. So the there are 13 movies in the set plus a bonus CD, either the soundtrack rather. So plus or minus, what do you think? Would this be a dumped disc if we had done this as a regular episode? It would actually be the first time I would say dump it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely a dump. Because, negative. I mean, if you dumped it, you, it means you, you watched it. And that's that's all that needs to happen. It's not like you do not need to relive this movie. That's a good point. That's a good do point. Not. Um, but I'm not mad that it exists. Yeah, I mean, it... It, it provided it, entertainment. It was like an hour of just like, what? We enjoyed ourselves. For like, sure. When we watched it. For sure. Yeah. There's a lot like the good old days where we just used to like watch campy movies like that all the time. But that was like, even amongst a lot of those, it was a little bit higher on the <laughs> on the on the list. Um. So speaking of the good old days, since you're here in person and no one else this whole month is except maybe one other person, mm-hmm. I think we got to do a terrible drink. I was wondering if that was going to happen. And yeah. Here we are. All right. I'll be right back with a terrible drink. All right, Tim. Explain to me what I'm about to hand you here. There it is. Oh, what do we got here? Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It's not in English. Um. Well, it's not entirely in English. Um. It's a t- tamarind drink. Tamarind. Tamarind drink. Or, I mean, that's Sorry. how I pronounce it. Tamarind. And in, I'm not going to say what it says. On a, it's uh, It's in Spanish. Turn it a I'm little asking, bit the other direction. Are there two labels, like an English and a Spanish one? Uh, oh, Thailand is where it's made. Oh, but shit. It's like, 
I don't know. It doesn't. We were in the ethnic food aisle for sure. Okay. So uh, they... I used to work in a grocery store that sold eth- a lot of ethnic food. And from my understanding, the way that the Spanish people who eat this, <laughs> they, they said that it's like a potato. Uh, what? Yeah, I'm trying to like, the, the picture looks like a bean-ish. It does look very bean-ish. But I know they also sell soda. That's tamarind soda. I'm looking all over this thing right now. Oh, I guess for the audience, I should explain. Go it's ahead. important that I'm reading because um, it does say to chill and shake well for better flavor. For better flavor. Yeah. It's not says, good uh, flavor. Water, uh, tamarind pulp, sugar, high fructose corn syrup. That's in this case, that's good news, I think. <laughs> Best before. Okay. We're, yeah, we're, we're 310 there. calories, it looks like. Wow. Yeah, it's a, it is Spanish. Okay. Just the other ingredients are in Spanish. So, know. for the audience's benefit, I guess I need to explain, like, not everybody listens to this show regularly. Mm-hmm. The terrible drinks are, um, when I was a kid, my mom would buy drinks that were kind of a gamble to see if we liked them or not. And then if we did like them, she would go buy them because the kind of drinks, like, the place that we would get our groceries didn't have the same thing twice. So, if we liked them, she would go back and get them. And if we didn't, well, we had, like, a case of them. So, we just kind of had to drink them. And my friends would come over and I'd say, hey, do you want a terrible drink? And they'd say, yes, and a water. And we would try these drinks out. And this is us reliving these memories. again, you provided me with, like, it's a can. But it's also not like a normal can. <laughs> Here, <laughs> like, it's just like, I mean, it's not like too abnormal, but you can just tell that it's not. Um, you it's know, not it's, the standard sure. can in America. Here, let me take a picture of it. All right, Tim. <clears throat> do you want to do the honors of the poor? Sure. I'm going to give it a good shake. That's shake the fuck out of it. It's, I don't think it's carbonated. It doesn't say, yeah, it didn't say any carbonation. No, if you're supposed to shake it, I'd better fucking right. not shake be. well. Like, shake well. <laughs> Got to get all that tamarind off the bottom. All that yeah. tamarind pulp. <laughs> <laughs> what is tamarind? Can you Google it for me? The Spanish be... people I used to talk to at work, they said that it's like a potato. Okay. Like a sweet potato or like a... I don't know. How do you spell tamarind? Oh, there it is. Uh, T-A-M-A-R-I-N-D. Tamarind is a leguminous tree bearing edible fruit that is indigenous to tropical Africa. Okay. The... Genus Tema blah 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 blah, meaning that it contains only open. three species. All right. It's anyway, really hard to open. Is it? Oh shit! It is sweet and tangy. Is what it's supposed to taste like. All right, I'm gonna pour it and then I'm gonna sniff it. <laughs> After you make a huge fucking mess, there I was also a, a thing little bit on the tablecloth when uh, when Tim first was hanging out with me. <laughs> I just remembered this. Uh, if a drink spilled, that's when we knew Tim was there. He spilled every. I would I would spill a drink, drink pretty much every time. I would every come over to single, hang out with him. and he was over every day for a long time. Wow, this is not the color I really expected for some reason. It looks like apple cider. It feels like there's still a little bit of like there's something in something there. in there, yeah. I don't know. Leave it be. I don't need this in my life. All right, let me take a picture of them together here. I don't need this in my. It's a steel can. It's, it's not, not an a, aluminum. It's not can. an inviting looking liquid. No. For those that aren't even gonna bother to look. It'll be on Instagram, y'all. Yeah, it's it's a steel can. Not an aluminum can, so that's like, well, I think it might be true aluminum if it's not I don't even think it was vacuum sealed. I can't crush it with my hands. I'm trying to crush the can. Really? can't. What the fuck? 
<laughs> this is like an impenetrable can. <laughs> no wonder it was what so hard f- to open. It's not aluminum at all. <laughs> it's like steel. <laughs> You have beer cans on the table, so it's just, like, so funny because... <laughs> They're right next to each other. Just my entire life, like, this is not what a can is supposed to be. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> can't squeeze it at all. I'm trying to squeeze it as hard as I can. <laughs> it, like, Ben's just a tiny, yeah, tiny just, bit. All right. Let's smell this. Right, give Which it a smell. Is... I don't care. That's not a normal smell. Uh, it smells like... Uh, I don't know. I'm not looking. I'm not looking forward to it. I don't know what this is going to taste like. I really don't know. Man, Let's... I pour the whole thing out in these glasses too. Like these glasses are pretty much full. Remember the ranch soda I told you about? What? We that got stuck in our dishwasher. That taste for di- I had to run four loads of dishes to get the ranch That's soda. What you out get of there. for having a podcast with a terrible <laughs> drink segment, Miles. All right, cheers. It smells like cereal milk. Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah. No, it's terrible. I don't think it's terrible. I think it's horrible. <laughs> I was just joking. I don't think it's bad at all. It's like pear juice. Maybe no, it hits the tongue just wrong at first. It's a little acidic. Oh man. To me, it tastes like if pear juice was made into apple cider. <sighs> no, it's bad. You don't like it? I think it's I so like bad. it. I don't mind it at all. It doesn't taste like um. It tastes like a, a fruit cider at all. No, yeah, like apples don't taste like apple cider. <clears throat> Like, but even, even like cider has like kind of like a cinnamony autumnal. This is like like it's very like very a legume. Sweet. It's very 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 sweet and pulpy. You should see what our glasses look like. They're quite pulpy. I would not choose to drink this. Well, you don't have to finish it, but I don't mind it. I'm gonna put the terrible stamp on. I was I was. You were hopeful? I was hoping you would be like, really? When I said it was good. And you were I like, was. yeah. I was like, damn it. <laughs> no, I actually like it. It's not bad. I'm trying to like see what you like in it. Picture a pear and picture I'm apple not cider. Getting no fucking pears out of this. Well, if this was a not COVID world, <laughs> I would take a sip of yours to see if it tasted like mine does. Like, I can just tell that it has high fructose corn syrup and sugar in it. Maybe that's what I like about it. Like, I don't taste... Like the it's weird because the aftertaste is better than when it first yeah. goes in your mouth. It's kind of like Gah! like and then it's oh it's sweet. It's like a sweet drink, and then you're like yeah, but like I don't know. We're having totally different experiences, you and I. Well, that's that's odd. It is because mine is like oh, it's very sweet, a little bit tart, and it is like apple cider and pear. It's also just like it's not it. even super flavorful to be honest. It's not like an overwhelming bad flavor. Um it's or just it's more flavor. of the lack of flavor um which is not really a good thing to me. It um, does look a bit like mud water. It's definitely not wor- worthy of being put in a, a can that you, that's probably the, bullet, it, impenetrable bulletproof, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you know, just looking at the nutrition too. I'm like, well, why would I why would I put this in my right. body? <laughs> Apparently it's African. Hmm. Really? Okay. All right. Well, y'all, I think that'll conclude our uh, Masters of Horror chocolate episode. Oh, if only I had a chocolate-themed energy or like uh, terrible drink, that would have been the thing to do. But I, I wish don't. you would have done that. <laughs> I don't have one. I have a banana-flavored nut. Well, Chocolate's usually. About it. What'd you say? I have a banana-flavored nut milk. Ugh. That'll be another day. I probably won't. 
I have more terrible drinks than I have potential purposes of this show. So we'll see how this goes. All right, then. All right, There's then. a lot of discs, too. So. Yeah. Well, it was fun. That was fun. All righty. Bye, audience. Thanks for doing this with me, Tim. You're welcome, and thank you. Okay, bye-bye now. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it, and I hope you're enjoying the October episodes where we talk about the Masters of Horror. I just want you to know if you want to get a hold of me, you can email me, discdumppod at gmail.com. On Twitter, I'm at the Disc Dump. On Instagram, Disc Dump Podcast. Facebook, the Disc Dump Podcast page. Or you can join the Disc Dump Podcast fans group and start the discussion. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you guys for listening. Have a googly Halloween. <laughs>